Hello everybody. So today I'm here with Stumps. Introduce yourself. Hello, my name is Ross Sandbridge, aka Stumps to everybody in the music scene. Okay, so we're here at the Ukraine charity rave at Dare 2 and we're just going to ask you some questions. That's fine, no problem. So uh, the first question I've got is you've been over in Ukraine at the minute. Uh, I've been, yeah. Yeah, just explain what you've been doing, doing over there. I've uh, been working a lot with humanitarian aid agencies, a lot of uh, non-government funded organisations, um, basically doing what's needed to, uh, to protect the people that need to protect it, really. Okay, so uh, a bit of information about the charities or organisations that you've been working with over there? The main charity that we've been working with over there is called UK Aid for Ukraine. It's a non-profit organisation and it's non-government funded. Uh, basically, we are in the thick of it, uh, right from the front line to the back, supporting every Ukrainian with every opportunity that they could possibly need. Other than that, yeah. Okay, so you have a uh, history, sorry, I'm going off of, off of my questions, that's what oh, I mean when fine. I say I, my brain gets going. So you've uh, obviously got like military experience. I have indeed, yeah. How would you say that's either helped you or hindered you, I guess, in this situation? I, I'm still alive. Yeah? Yeah, so I'd say it's probably a big help. Um, not to knock any of the British military's experience, but it's a totally different war than what any other war than anybody, anybody else has seen, really. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, actually, leads really well into my next question. Any interesting stories that you want to share from Ukraine? The most stories I want to share was of the help that we've been able to give to the people that have needed it the most, really, because there's a lot of people in a lot of places that can't get what they need, and it's not what what we provide. It's not what people want. It's what people need. So, basic essentials, everything to make sure they can survive during this time of war. So you've been doing a lot of work with civilians? A lot of work with civilians, a lot of work with the military. We work back, as I said, we work back to front. So we were on the front line as well, was in the back, um, taking everything in from every country that's willing to give it. We've got a rule that we'll take anything that anybody's willing to give and we will never squander. Okay, so uh, anything that you think people in the UK need to know that isn't being portrayed on mainstream media? The mainstream media is very much dulling what's actually happening within the Ukrainian regions. Um, I've seen some horrific things that people would only wish not to see in their nightmares and I would never wish it on my worst enemy. So for, for the way that you, the Russian uh, government is going on towards it is the only way I can put it is despicable. Obviously, it's uh, slightly sensitive, but can you go into any more detail, or is that I mean, a bit confidential? There's a lot of confidential work that's surrounding what we do as a company, as a unit. Um, but all I can say is, for every single person that's joined and left, and still continuing to create aid for the UK, aid for Ukraine, guys, I have nothing but thanks. Okay, so. That's the end of my questions regarding the situation in Ukraine. Is there anything else that you want to add that you think is important to mention that I haven't asked you? Just any sort of help. I mean, I'm not asking for anybody to throw millions into the mix. I'm just asking for people to recognise that war is war and there's no such thing as a, an, someone who's not a casualty of war. It's a hard time 
hard people in a hard place and we're just trying to make it a little bit easier so if you can help us do that then i can fully take my hat off to you just another quick question how long were you over there for uh, i've committed the year of my life um to the uh, ukrainian defense forces which means i've got another nine months of active duty that i will be going back on when this wednesday coming and I will be doing another three months service. So is that straight three months, and then you come home? Yeah, like I, I don't, I don't come home within them three months. Um, I come home, I come home this time for a couple of weeks. Next time will be a week, uh, and then I'll have Christmas, which was one of the agreements of my arrangement with the Ukrainian Defence Force. And then I'm out until the second of April, 2023. Uh, where my enlistment finishes and then I have nine months of something we call QRF which is a quick reaction force which means if anything serious happens within the country then the unit that I'm with will be called back to the country within 24 hours. Okay so uh, it's really interesting I don't know why it's like stuck out in my brain what you said about Christmas do you feel like going home for Christmas is not necessarily bittersweet but like in my brain if that was me You've been over there and then, I mean, coming home anyway is probably like... It's, very, it's a very difficult thing. Yeah. I mean, uh, once you've seen, you can't unsee. And once you saw it, you can't unsee it. So I've, done, I've had to do a lot and the people that I work with have had to do a lot. And from there onwards, we work forward as a unit and we help each other through hard, hard circumstances that we happen to come across that you wouldn't come across in all day life okay so that's everything that you you want to say about that situation Just anybody that can please do what you can it's, it's even if it's the slightest thing it could be a 20p it could be a pound it could be a jumper it could be a sofa it could be cushion it doesn't make a difference it, every little thing helps because the country is going to need rebuilding from the ground upwards yeah okay so that's the end of my questions regarding ukraine so i've got a couple of questions about drum and bass yeah. well that'd be quite interesting it's a little bit of a change but uh, i would really be interested to know your introduction to the scene and uh, like where you started i don't know if you're bristol local or i'm i'm, I'm from london yeah. uh, i live up near cambridge now uh i started off in drum and bass as most drum and bass artists do, I suppose. Uh, I went through. I went through my years raving, and then I found an opening, so I took it. Okay, so ways that you think the scene has influenced you, and you, I guess you could kind of relate that to Ukraine in a sense. Like, do you think that you would be doing what you were doing now if it wasn't? I mean, I mean personally, it's my mentality. Yeah. towards things um i mean there's a hundred people in there that are strong as an ox um like as hungry as a lion but it's whether they've got that eat mentality for me i i made my peace with my gods many years ago so for me to go out there and risk my life to help other people is more than a worthy feat if you know what i mean yeah. Drum and bass is just something that helps me keep clear of my demons and using what I know and what I can and what I've got to benefit others is obviously a big thing.
Okay, so obviously you've probably seen a lot more of the drum and bass scene than I have. I'm only 20. <laughs> um, so where do you think the scene is headed from from your introduction it's to now? It's so difficult. I mean, my introduction first off was like people like Kenny Ken and Stevie Hyper D back in the 90s. So to see where it's come from, from where I've been involved, it's jumped leaps and bounds. And I would love to give a prediction, but I could never possibly do that because it's always shifting. And I appreciate that with the music. It gives a new boundary to it, if you know what I mean, because it's always shifting. It's always one genre shifting to another. And I appreciate that. I, I love the way it develops in each artist that performs. Okay, so that is the end of my questions. Thank you very much. You've been a great guest. Oh, thank that... you very much. <laughs> Honestly, thank you very much. It's just, it's great. I'm grateful that we're able to give the people of the UK uh, an insight to what it's actually like to be someone who lives in Ukraine who never really wanted this. But they've got to put up with it and people over there from the UK, US, Australia, they're all doing everything they possibly can to make it so it isn't what it is. And that's what I'm thankful for. Great. So, uh, if you could just quickly again list the charities that you're working with, just so that people have it fresh in their minds if they do want to donate. The charity I mainly work with is the UKA for Ukraine. Um, they're, a, they're a group on Facebook, you can also check it in. And there's multiple other charities that we work with that are involved in the UK. Um, too many to mention, to be honest with you. And yeah, if you check out the Facebook group, uh, UKA for Ukraine, You'll be able to see everything that's going on with Ukrainians that are involved with us, the English that are involved with us, and every other nationality that's got willing to get involved. Okay, thank you. I'm going to also put a list of charities in the link of this podcast, so if anyone does want to donate, they can. But thank you very much for listening, and have a great day, everyone. Love you, bye.